Hello, my name is Claire and you are listening to the Hypno Birthing Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone is doing good. I am back with you today with another birth story. So listener Katie came on to share her first birth uh, story with you guys. Katie gave birth in a birth center. As I said, it was her first birth. And what I really love about Katie's story is her birth is just very straightforward. It's kind of like textbook birth, which I really like. And, you know, definitely, as I always say, no birth is easy. Every birth is hard work. But I really like that her birth followed the very kind of normal, typical pattern that physiological birth does and is very straightforward. So she's here to share her story with you and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Katie. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. If you could please introduce yourself to everybody. Hi. Uh, yeah. So I'm Katie. I live in Somerset. Um, I'm a sports therapist and I now have a five and a half month old little girl called Ella. Oh, so lovely. So she is your only child. Yeah, so she's my your first. first birth. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. So you're here to share your birth story, which is great. I'm really looking forward to hearing it. I always love hearing everybody's birth stories. Um, what was it that made you interested in hypnobirthing? So kind of what made you go down that route to start with? Um, so I'd sort of heard it in passing bits and bobs before. And then I think I, I've i always loved, sort of been a bit of a science person. I've always loved biology and like with the job yeah, with I your, do, yeah, I yeah. know a lot about the body. Um, so I sort of started reading up on pregnancy, on birth, on all of that sort of stuff. And then the term hypnobirthing just kept sort of popping up. Um, so I delved into that a bit more and I ended up reading um, the Siobhan Miller book yeah. um, and a few other books and things like that. And then obviously stumbled upon your podcast, which I got a bit obsessed with and just <laughs> listened to loads. Like I'd go out walking with the dog and just pop my headphones in and listen through mm-hmm. them um, and just found it really helpful. The Positive birth stories mainly. I found that brilliant. Yeah. Um, just obviously hearing and just getting that into your brain that it can be a positive experience because there's so much negativity around it. Yeah. Um, so I think hearing that a lot and sort of just making that the focus in my head really helped. Um, yeah, I think the, the the birth stories is something that a lot of people I think find really, really useful. Yeah. Because I think it's only when you really think about, like, stop to think about it that you realize actually so many of the stories that we hear about birth are all quite negative yeah Uh, and it's quite rare really that you come across somebody who will tell you they had a really great positive birth so yeah to be able to have access to you know know. um, lots of different types of stories and different types of births and you know first time births second time births third time births is really useful did you so with your job and everything you do because I often say like when um I'm explaining what hypnobirthing actually is I obviously relate it a lot to the sports world like it does you know a lot of the theories do relate as well um and it is one of those things it's it it does contain some sports science in it so I guess for somebody like you with your job it must have really resonated with you quite early on it did. Yeah, for sure. The mental side of it, as well as the physical, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely in sport, you there's a lot of the positive mental attitude and like visualizing yeah. and all of that. 
um, which is really important, as well as obviously physically training for things and everything else that comes with it. So, yeah, yeah it was definitely a crossover. That kind of visualisation as well, like in sports, it's so accepted, isn't it? Like we yeah. just we yeah. do just accept that you know, sports people, they use visualizations, they use affirmations yeah. to better themselves. And it's kind of, you know, accepted, we accept it, you know, yeah. we, we get it. But for some reason, I think when it comes to like someone applying those same techniques to yeah. their birth, which is a very physical event, yeah, it, it's sort of seen as oh, a bit weird. That's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? But of course, yeah. like, it makes sense. It's your body like using for muscles, sure. which we do when we're doing sports. So of course yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense and it correlates yeah. a lot as well. Um, perfect. So talk us through your birth story. So I had a pretty normal pregnancy, a, a lot of sickness at the start. Um, but apart from that, it went <laughs> quite smoothly. Um, and then t- sort of the second half of my pregnancy, I got into doing pregnancy yoga and just like obviously with the hypnobirthing, trying to do anything I could to make it a positive experience. Um, so yeah, did the yoga, had lots of massages, got lots of friends that do that kind of stuff. So I was in yeah. good hands. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so like towards the end, I was doing everything I could to obviously bring it on. I was like, yeah, go for massages every week. I was drinking my raspberry tea. I was eating yeah. these dates. I was just doing everything I could. <laughs> And thankfully, things kicked off, I think, three days before she was technically due. Nice. So I was quite happy with that. I'd yeah. been having uh, sort of Braxton Hicks about a week before, just wasn't painful, just could feel it sort of cramping and thought, okay, well, maybe it might be it, but who knows, just carried on. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was on the Friday night, I started getting a bit more sort of periody pain crampiness in the night and I was like okay carry on don't tell anyone just (laughs) you know playing it cool um and so then the next day I just carried on as normal my husband went off to work I did what I did I probably listened to podcasts went on a walk (laughs) um chilled out I remember um, I was an ex-gymnast, so I'm very into oh, my wow. gymnastics. And at the time there was, I think it was the world championships, so I was on the telly. So I just sat back. And oh, nice. And yeah. Just did stuff I liked, ate food, took it easy. By, I think, midday, I lost the mucus plug. And I thought, okay, this is good signs. Everything's yeah. looking like it is going the right way. Again, phoned up my husband, but just said, carry on. It's yeah. going to be fine. I just felt like I wanted to be at home kind of by myself really and just in the zone (laughs) yeah just like I didn't want anyone sort of fussing and getting in the way so did that by sort of early evening I could feel like things were getting a bit more frequent but again it was all manageable I was still able to carry on talking I was doing sort of a few yoga exercises and sitting on my exercise ball and doing all of that stuff that you hear about and yeah, so I carried on through the evening and then told my husband to go to bed. I was sort of umming and ahhing whether to because by this point, when my contractions came on, I couldn't sit or lie down. I had to be standing. Oh, okay. So it was fine if I was standing. It wasn't painful. I could really deal with it. But as soon as I sat down or lay down, it was like, no, I can't do this. Oh, wow. So it was quite strange. So I was sort of uh walking up and down my lounge my dog was sat there like what are you doing yeah (laughs) Um, and 
things like swaying really helped. So I would like hold on to the banister or something and just sway side to side whenever it came on. And then when it stopped, I would just sit back down and chill for a bit. Yeah. And just kept doing that sort of through the night because I, I couldn't go to bed because it was oh, like, well, bless you. yeah. So I just sort of carried on and I phoned the hospital and like, because I was going to um, a hospital's about 40 minutes drive away and it's a birthing centre attached to a hospital. So I was a bit like, it's quite a long drive. I don't want it to, you know, have the baby in the car or something like that. Yeah. So I phoned them up and said like, look, this is what's happening. And they were like, well, I mean, you're still talking to me now. Sounds like it's, it is labour, but just carry on. So I just kept going and it got to 3.30 in the morning. And I was said to my husband, right, I think we should go now. It wasn't mm-hmm. that I couldn't manage it. It was just like, I almost wanted confirmation that this was it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and also it sometimes before. it's like, it's a bit of an instinct thing as well. I think you get yeah. to a point where you're like, no, no I do I do feel like I just want to be somewhere yeah. else or, you know, if, yeah. if you were going to be at home, you would want someone there with you. It's just yeah. like an instinct, I think. Yeah, sometimes. definitely. So, yeah, I got to the point where I was like, I almost felt like I was going to go to hospital and then get sent home. But I was yeah. okay with that. I was like, you yeah. know what? I just want to know that things are happening and then I can carry on. Um, yeah. So I, I almost didn't even take anything with us. I was like, we'll just go and get <laughs> oh, checked and come back. My husband was like, um, well, I'm just going to put the bag in the car. And like, I'd um, harvested some colostrum. And he said, well, yeah. why don't we just put it in just in case? So actually, I was like, looking back on it, I was so glad that I yeah. had him and all of that, because I would have just gone like, whatever. That would have been annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, recommend a good birth partner for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was great. And I think I was a little bit conscious about I'd heard obviously a lot of people saying that on the journeys things slow down or yeah. that sort of stuff. So I was a little bit conscious, but I just carried on breathing. And actually it wasn't too bad in the car because I was surprised because obviously the sitting okay. down was the issue before and I thought it was going to be really uncomfortable, but it was fine. And we got to hospital and I thought, oh, okay, right, just be positive, it's fine. And I went in, I went I said yeah can you just check me and I just want to confirm everything's okay and um, the woman said yeah but you know don't be disheartened if you're not very yeah. dilated or whatever because she, she'd seen sort of how calm I was yeah <laughs> and I was chatting to her and stuff um and so she checked and she said oh my goodness you're five centimeters oh wow she said, really? we can go straight on in I was like oh okay she just was like <laughs> let's go have a baby and so Amazing. me and both like, oh my goodness, okay. Like, <laughs> just weren't expecting it at all. No. So that was really good. I was really happy. So luckily that same lady, because it was the middle of the night, um, she was who I'd spoken to on the phone and who then had seen me then. She took me straight through and was able to stay with us through the night, which was oh, really nice. nice. Yeah. Um, and I sort of, as we walked through, I was having contractions, but again, I almost... Um, would do like a bit of a slow dance with my husband. So yeah. like having my arms on his shoulders and just rocking, that helped. So I just oh, would nice. do that and then we'd carry on walking. <laughs> um, and we got to the room and I, I said to the woman when we were walking, is there any chance we can have one with a birthing pool? And she said, yeah, there's loads free, come on through. So she oh, took great. me through to one of those. So that was really good. So we got there and I was really surprised actually at how nice it was. Um, oh, nice. So straight away they had they started filling up the pool for me. And my husband bought a speaker. So he put on like a chilled playlist and they had fairy lights and stuff all there. So we did all that, dimmed the lighting. Obviously it was the middle of the night anyway. So it was dark out the window. 
Um, but it was really nice there, really chilled. And the lady mm. that was with us was lovely. So I carried on for however long it takes them to fill the pool, just yeah. swaying and chatting. And I almost felt like quite excited by this point. Like yeah. it was the middle of the night. You're like, it was almost like when you're a kid and you go on holiday in the night. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Like yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. And yeah. I, we like straight away got all the sweets out and like the snacks that we'd bought with us. And we were like, okay, this is cool. Like <laughs> just, yeah, we were excited. So I carried on doing some my sort of rocking and um, they filled up the pool. And then once they'd filled it up, I got straight in, which was really nice. Yeah. Again, everything felt still quite manageable. I didn't need yeah. any gas now or anything at this point. I just carried on. And yeah, the pool was really nice. Stayed in there for a little while. And then I got to a point which I didn't really think about this in the with the pool. I got to a point where I actually started overheating. Oh yeah. Where I think you're obviously going through your contractions and um yeah, so I don't know, it's a lot going on. And yeah, I got to yeah. a point where I just was suddenly hit with like, oh my goodness, I'm overheating here. Yeah. Um, Someone so else said similar to tried me the like other putting day. flannels on me and fans and stuff, but I was just like, I just need to get out for a minute. So I got out, chilled out for a bit, led on the bed. Um, and did a bit of my labor there um and things were just progressing normally it just all felt quite okay and then a bit later when I got back in the pool once I'd sort of calmed down um so that was good and I was just sort of in and out and just carrying on and then a bit later when I had um some of the gas and air as things started to ramp up and I felt like I needed it um so yeah it was all going fine and they could see as I was in the pool they got to a point and they said okay we can see her head now so that wow. felt really like oh okay this is really exciting um and the gas was helping it felt like it was all I needed and then I felt like from the point where they said they could see the head it, things didn't really progress very much it wasn't much happening right so yeah. um I stayed in for a while and I kept sort of trying and it was that involuntary pushing at this point I wasn't doing anything but I could feel things were happening but I just felt like that was happening for a very long time yeah and although it wasn't painful I was just getting a bit frustrated I think and tired because we hadn't obviously eaten it's the middle of the night um but at this point yeah at this point it was probably early in the morning maybe at 7 yeah. a.m or something I don't know time is just completely yeah. gone when you're in there isn't it yeah um so I got to a point where I was like it like what's going on like so they got me out of the pool again and just checked things were and they were like yeah everything's fine like you're 10 centimeters the head's there like it's it's happening so I was like okay because uh. I think I'd sort of at that point got to maybe the transition point and I was thinking like like yeah. what's going on like yeah it wasn't it wasn't like I know a lot of people feel um like oh my goodness I can't do this yeah it was more like am I doing this is this happening like what I don't know it was just a bit confusing for me I was like is is it happening is it not I don't know yeah (laughs) that makes sense that makes sense so um I just was like again needing needing a bit of confirmation from them I think so that was good and then at that point they said do you do you want to fill her head and I did and that was again like a bit of a boost for me it was like oh my gosh like she is right there this is actually happening because I think Maybe, I don't know if it's to do with because of the hypnobirthing or what, but you feel very, I felt very in the moment. I didn't feel like when it was happening when I was at home, I wasn't thinking, oh my goodness, in however many hours I'm going to be pushing a baby out. I wasn't, I was just thinking about where I was then. So I think 
that was the the one point where I suddenly was like, oh yeah, there's a baby in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's very soon. Like a realization of um, what's actually so, happening. Yeah, I don't know why it sort of only yeah. just kicked in at that point. It's because you get like you get a, like some adrenaline at that point. Yeah, like whereas before you've been like really kind of quite calm, I suppose. Yeah, it's almost like your brain switches back on and is like, yeah. hang on a minute, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> We're having a baby. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. It is. So at this point, I'm back on the bed. I tried lots of different positions, but in the end, for me, it was lying on my back, which yeah. I was again surprised about. Yeah. Um, they were really helpful, actually. The the midwives. I because of the timings of my birth, I had to switch midwife halfway through my shift, yeah. the, their shift, which I, I thought was going to be a, a bit of a nuisance, but actually, it was really nice and. Again, it was a bit of a motivation boost because we had different people and they were quite helpful. Yeah. One of the ladies that came in was a student. Oh, no. um, so I don't know. They were just quite buzzing. They were in, it was the morning. There was a different energy, I think. And everyone was like, right, come on, like, let's get this baby out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were fresh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It felt like it, it needed that. Although yeah. the lady before was good. It was, yeah, it needed that change. Um, yeah. And it was like right at that point where things were happening and it was like, okay let's do this so um they helped almost teach me how to push because again it's something you've never done before um so they were very helpful with that um and in the end it was a case of almost like holding my own legs and pushing against my own muscles which helped do it so that was great and it wasn't like I had gas and air so that helped me um and it wasn't too I mean, you don't remember the pain no, for me. I no. didn't feel like it was a painful experience. The the hardest bit was that her head came into contractions. So I had, oh. had a weight on yeah. my throat. <laughs> and I remember that that was the only point where I turned to my husband and said, this really hurts. Yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> so imagine. I that in my head. But then again, they, they kept me involved and they said, like, look, Phil, she's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her head came out and then waited for the next contraction and the body came on that one so that was sort of yeah. all good yeah and it was like that amazing moment of like oh my goodness this is it she's here they chucked her straight on me wow. um there was a well I didn't really notice my husband did there's a bit of a panic because her cord was double wrapped around her oh, right um and she was a bit purple and not really crying so they had to quickly yeah. unwrap her and then yeah almost like she was a little lamb give her like a bit of a rub yeah yeah <laughs> Get her going and then she was on me here and started crying and breathing so that oh. was all fine um oh, wow. so that was lovely um we did skin to skin straight away and had her there for ages she pooped yeah. all over me so that was oh, good <laughs> um and she had skin to skin with my husband for a bit too which was really nice mm. and we tried breastfeeding straight away yeah um which I yeah. don't know. I think it's a bit doesn't really happen too much at the start, but yeah, it it worked a, in the end. It's a learning curve for both of you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was fine. And then we did have some issues after this. So with my placenta, okay, um, yeah. which I didn't really. I think you're so hit up with the birth, you don't really even think about the placenta side of things. Yeah, often so not. I had decided to um, have the injection to help with it um and yeah. so I just sort of thought I'll put the injection in it will just come out but after half an hour there was nothing it still didn't come right. out 
they were sort of quite chilled. They went and spoke to the doctor. The doctor said, well, we'll leave it an hour. If it doesn't come, then yeah. we'll deal with that. So they left us. Um, I just carried on cuddling the baby, doing a bit of breastfeeding, just chilling. So that was fine. Mm. But n- nothing happened. Um, so they got the doctor in to see me and they sort of tried to prize it out but it wasn't going to come. So she said, okay, um, we are thinking we're going to have to take you through to the theatre, which at this point I was like, oh no, like you've just done a whole birth like like that. And then you have to go to theatre. But actually it wasn't as bad as in that moment I thought. And they, the doctor and the anaesthetist both came in and spoke to me and they were so nice. Um, They explained it all through and uh, asked questions and stuff my husband and my daughter were able to come in with us so oh, that's it's quite good. funny they put my husband all in like the scrubs and that so he was yeah. great found it hilarious he got to <laughs> hold Ella and luckily I, I bought the colostrum with us so he get, was able to sit and feed her the colostrum oh, whilst I was having the procedure done so that was amazing yeah. so the midwives they came in with us and were able to sit and like teach him how to do it so they oh, almost nice. got like an instant little connection which was really lovely actually yeah yeah and they had to then obviously um, do a spinal yeah. on me, so numb everything, and then um, yeah. remove the placenta that way. Yeah, but it was really fine. They said it's one of those things that does happen to some people, and it, um, yeah, it's it seemed to me like it was a really easy thing for them to do, and they were so lovely in theatre. They yeah. were just all chatting, and yeah, it was just like the buzz of oh, there's a new baby here, look how cute she is, and yeah. they did that. I think. <laughs> sometimes you hear theatre as well and you yeah, yeah you think oh my goodness like it's gonna mm. be really medical and you know all yeah. this but actually for something like that yes yeah often quite chilled out like you said you know people are in there and the baby's yeah. in there and things like that um so yeah it's yeah. not necessarily always a really kind of scary medical no thing. and it definitely didn't it didn't ruin you know what no. just happened it was still like no. this has been lovely and like yeah. the fact that my husband I, I didn't have to leave them you know because yeah. I thought, yeah, well, as soon nice. as they said theatre, I thought, that's it. They didn't take me away from them. Yeah. And it, yeah, but it didn't. It still kept that little sort of bubble of all of us. They that's were literally nice. here next to me. Yeah. Um. So it was so nice. Although it was what it was, it was yeah. still nice. Sometimes these things just, they happen that, you know, they can't be helped. Yeah, not, exactly. There's, there's no way of knowing, you know, they just, no. they happened sometimes, as they said. But yeah. Sounds like um, your birth was very like was it quite quick or like because it sounds like it happened fairly fast yeah so from I mean it's difficult to say because I obviously was five centimeters when I went in yeah she I I was in at four I went in at 4 a.m she was born just before midday oh right yeah so yeah. pretty quick from going in I suppose quick, from your yeah active labor you did a bit at home I did a bit which at home. sounds nice yeah um but yeah it's hard it's hard to say whether it, I don't know if that's long or short because yeah. it I felt like it was so manageable yeah I mean first, it sounds like quite like, a good a good length for a first yeah first labor you know yeah. it's not like 30 hours long um but yeah it's not five hours long you know it sounds yeah. like a good like yeah you know a kind of yeah average management length, I would say, for, yeah, like yeah a good yeah manageable length but you sound like you did great and you did a lot of it at home on your own as well which is great yeah I think um, it was that being in the zone and just being yeah I don't know I just kept thinking no like I'm not quite ready to go in yet I I knew in my head I wanted to try and do as much as I could at home yeah but I don't know it just I almost I think was in such a bubble that I I didn't even think it was happening I just was like no I'm not like I think also you don't really think about um 
how maybe it's a little bit painful when it's happening, but then as soon as the contraction stops, that's it. You're yeah. it's normal. Nothing. Exactly. And so in exactly. that moment, I'd totally forgotten what happened two minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. And I wasn't really keeping track of time and I just was doing it. And I was like, yeah. I'm, I was like, yeah, but I'm fine now. So why would I need to go to hospital? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, you know, contractions typically, yeah, they, they're not, they don't, it's not continuous. You know, right. they, you have a, you have a rest. And actually I was reading something the other day and someone had said that if you're, and I thought this was quite interesting and I, you know, I don't know how true this is, but, um, if you're in your kind of fight or flight mode and you're experiencing like pain, your body kind of holds on to and remembers that pain because obviously it's trying to protect you from something. So it needs to remember it in case it happens again. Yeah. Whereas if you're in your nice kind of calm parasympathetic nervous system, yeah. any kind of pain that you feel is okay with the body because it knows that it's okay. And it so it forgets about it. And yeah. I think from somebody who I was talking to who had had two labors, one quite traumatic and one really nice labor, you know, they said that it felt completely different from that first experience because yeah. their body was like trying to hold on to it and remind them of it. And I just thought that was really interesting. And that's probably like you're saying, like you just kind of in those breaks in between the, the surges, you forget about what's just happened you because do. your body's not trying to to hold on to it to remind yeah. you it knows that it's okay. So it kind of just forgets about it. <laughs> it's totally amazing. And amazing. Like, yeah. And for weeks, even still now, I'm just like in awe of it. It's just, I just yeah. keep thinking like, wow, I can't believe like the body can do that. Mm. And well, I did that. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. It is amazing. It's incredible. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a great <laughs> story though. And yeah, like, you know, just shows that again, like another first, first, birth that is you know relatively straightforward I don't want to yeah, say like definitely. easy because no birth is ever easy no but, but straightforward like positive. I think that's the thing I've taken away from it is I feel like if I had to I could do that again yeah and I would do that again because it was amazing yeah, exactly I don't I haven't yeah. come away thinking oh my goodness that was you know no. traumatic or any yeah no yeah it was you want to do great. it again. <laughs> I, I feel like that I'm like oh I really want to give birth again but I don't really want any more babies yeah. but I really want to give birth again but it's, I can't imagine yeah. that happening no <laughs> um perfect thank you so much for sharing your story like you said you found you found the the birth stories really useful so I know that yeah. people who are pregnant and you know expecting their babies soon they're gonna find your story really useful as well they're all you know they're all so useful to listen to for people they really do help um, so thank you so much for sharing and for, you know, full circle, coming back, sharing your story. Um, I always think that's nice. So, um, yeah, thank you, Katie. No worries. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for the podcast. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. A big thank you to Katie for taking the time to come on and share her birth story with us. I really enjoyed it and I hope you guys did as well. This is the last episode for 2023. I'd like to say obviously a massive thank you to all of you for listening throughout the year and for recommending to friends and family and things like that. It's, you know, it's a pleasure. It's always such a joy to do these podcasts and I love doing my solo episodes, but, you know, I really do enjoy speaking to you guys and speaking to our experts as well, but also you guys who come on and share your stories. It 
really does mean a lot to everybody listening when you come on and share your stories because they are so helpful and I'm always a bit in awe of the fact that I get to spend so much of my time speaking to such incredible women who are coming on and sharing their stories and also of course our guests as well who come on. It really is such a a thrill for me personally so thank you, a big thank you to all of you guys who come and share but also all of you guys who listen um, because that's what keeps this podcast going. So as always please do like, review, share, uh, follow along and um, yeah it just kind of helps with the with the ratings and everything like that 2024 hopefully it's going to be a really exciting year I am going to be starting working as a doula which oh, I'm just so excited about and hopefully I'll be able to share some of that with you guys on here the next episode of the podcast will be out right at the beginning of January so Anybody who celebrates Christmas, I hope you have a lovely, lovely Christmas and New Year. For you guys that don't, I hope you have a really happy and healthy few weeks. And I will see you back in 2024.